Welcome to the Church Doctors Podcast with Scott and Marla Sheely. The Church Doctors Podcast is brought to you by Outpouring International. Love God, love people. That's right. I'm Scott Sheely, and I'm here with you on the Church Doctors Podcast. I'm here too. And Marla's here with me. Where are we today, Marla? We are in Mexico City, somewhere where there's millions and millions of people. We're sitting in a church. There's dogs barking, people walking past, in and out of the church, because we're waiting for church to start. So we thought, hey, let's do a podcast. Yeah, so there might be a little bit of background noise, but ignore that, because today's show is going to be awesome. Um We've been uh, kind of focusing on hearing the voice of God, and uh, the the better we become at recognizing the many different ways that God talks to us, the more effective we'll be in loving the world. And if we're effective at loving the world, then we'll have a healthy church, we'll have a world that gets to know the love of the Father, and that's our whole goal of this podcast. And so what a great topic to have my oldest daughter, Janelle, help us to discover. Thank you for coming and being with your dad on his podcast today. And your mom. It's a pleasure. It really is. <laughs> so uh, Janelle's my uh, 30, 30. I'm 30, yes. She's 30-year-old daughter. I have four Yes, four you do. kids. <laughs> I still have four You kids. still have four. And uh, Janelle's with us here in Mexico. She's a... A missionary from way back. When did what was your first mission trip? We went to Argentina. Uh, I was fourteen yeah, on, on our first 14, trip. Yeah, that was a good one. And uh, I've been back to Argentina a couple times. So have Same. you? Same. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, where else have you been, Janelle? Oh, where? Yeah, lots of places: uh, Belize, Dominican Republic, Australia, Vietnam, uh, the Netherlands, England. I've been everywhere, man. <laughs> Peru. Have you Peru. Been there? I've been to Peru. Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. You said Vietnam. Vietnam. That's kind of crazy. It was very crazy. Sometimes I forget I was going there because we couldn't really talk about it. Yeah, that was a that was a really fun trip too. We'll have to do another separate mm-hmm. podcast just about our adventures. Yeah. <laughs> that we've been on. So And then one year you were a nanny and then you got to travel all through Europe. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. and did some things even in Germany while you were on the trip. As a nanny, you did some ministry times. Yeah, at a mission space, uh, we got to minister there, which was totally unexpected and really amazing. So, been a lot of places. Want to continue the list? But where's the place you haven't been that you most want to go? I would probably be Greenland right now. It's always been kind of on the top of the list, uh, just because nobody talks about it. And if we're supposed to go to all over the world, then we should include Greenland. What's funny is because some maps disclude Greenland. Yeah. Which is so crazy. So somebody on, um, in our listening audience yeah. has a contact for somebody in Greenland, please let us know because that has been your heart's desire for a very long time. Have coat, will travel. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So, so one of the things that we rely on when we go to the nations is our ability to hear the voice of God. Like right. um, sometimes you need that just to get in and out of the airport and to your <laughs> hotel, right? So, so true. So tell us about, you know, wherever you want to go with that, uh, uh, you know, maybe even a testimony or a cool story about hearing the voice of God and how that, how that works for you and, yeah. and describe it as if, the people listening had no idea that you could even hear the voice of God. Sure. So 
one of the ways that I hear the voice of God is through words of knowledge. And all that means is just listening to him for kind of like a clue as to help somebody that's in the room or um, at a service. Uh, what do you mean by a clue? A clue. I, I just get these these impressions, these feelings. Um, it's kind of like an idea that pops in my head. And so I have to take a step of faith and just be like, okay, Lord, is this is this your idea? And then the more that I practice this, the more in tune I am with his voice and I'm more sure of the word of knowledge uh, because I feel like when I don't do it as often, that's when I'm a little less like certain if someone's there with the thing that I'm calling out. But, uh, this a few weeks ago, a few months ago, actually, I was at church at a worship night and I felt like someone in the room, I was suffering from nightmares. And so I called it out and it took a minute for some people. Some people just don't like to admit that they have things going on. And which is really unfortunate because the thing with words of knowledge and hearing God is like, if he's talking about it, he wants to do something with it. And so I, I called it out. I dropped my microphone and I went and I prayed with this woman. Um, and she told me that she was having really violent nightmares regarding her family. And so we prayed for her. And um, it was one of those things that you can't test out. So it's not like an ailment. It's not something you can say, you know, like stand up, bend over, test it out. And so uh, just two weeks ago, I saw her and she came running up to me and she goes, guess what? I haven't had any nightmares wow. since you prayed. And I've been sleeping really well. And so she's a mom of two little kids. So that's really essential. That's necessary. <laughs> but it's, it's the biggest thing for me is just taking that leap of faith um, and being available to listen. I think that's a huge key because if you're not ready to listen, you're not going to hear anything necessarily. Right. And then uh, also you have to be willing to consider yourself somebody that God would use to deliver this kind of message. So it all Definitely. goes in a bundle. Like even if you're hearing the voice of God and you know that there's somebody in the room that's having bad night, night terrors uh, and you don't expect God to use you, mm, yeah, it won't turn into ministry. So uh, the purpose of us, you know, God uses our thoughts as in this circumstance to talk mm. to us. And so Janelle is thinking, that wouldn't be something I would normally think of. I wonder if God's talking to me because it's really subtle, right? It's not. It like, is really it's subtle. It's not like Janelle. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Lord. That'd be you nice know? sometimes. Well, <laughs> and it's probably not going to be the devil either. No. Right. No. He's not going to give you words of knowledge to help somebody. Right. Yeah. So how do I know? Yeah. How do I know this is God? Well, first of all, He's in me, mm-hmm. and I'm His minister. And he wants me to go carry this message to the person that really needs it. So we expect, we expect to hear because we expect to be used to be to minister. And then, right. and then you just, and then like you said, the step of faith is, oh dear, I hope right. this is right because I'm going to go tell this person anyway. Yeah. yeah, I've been in meetings where I've I've stepped out and nobody's raised their hand, and it's like, okay, well. You know, not a problem. But then I've, it's also happened where people come up to me later and go, yeah, hey, that was me. Yeah, me too. And I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, All <don't>, right. <laughs> yeah, just point of point of contact there mm-hmm. uh, for you. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because when you do that, you rob the rest of the room of, of maybe encouraging them that you just received a word from God and you, you're, maybe your body got healed or you just got encouraged through that. And somebody else in the room may have... Uh, another word from God, and and if you obeyed God and did it, 
and and somebody got healed in in the process, uh, then more people will fall in line, and God keeps touching people through that. So don't hold it till later and tell the minister, yeah, that was me. <laughs> you know, if you're receiving a, a touch from God, then let everybody know because it, it kind of has a tendency to keep repeating itself. Well, and I, I mean, I understand they might be a little bit embarrassed sure. or scared or whatever, but the person that gave the word of knowledge, they were scared too. They yeah. had to cross the chicken line too. So it's, yeah. you know, they're meeting you halfway, if you will. Yeah. Another thing is, is we want to give God glory. Like it's an opportunity to praise him and to show him off of his goodness. And so if we don't get to share that with people and you don't get, you know, nobody knows, then we can't give him glory. Right. So right. don't rob glory from God. And right. That's that's huge. You know, I just thought of another cool testimony f- that you had happen to you where you heard a word of knowledge, kind of. It was when you went into a bathroom. Oh, in Australia. Yes. <laughs> another place I've been. So I was on a on a trip, and the lady that we were traveling with um, really walked in signs and wonders. And so we were really encouraged to believe for the miraculous. And so we were in this church. We were there early. I had to go to the bathroom, as you do on yes. a mission strip. You yes. still have got to go. And um, <laughs> But I walked in, and the only a stall that was available was handicapped. And so I walked in there and did my business and then thought, you know, what if the next person that walked in here got healed? And like had something miraculous happen. So I prayed. I felt kind of silly doing it. Um, and it was just one of those things that I thought of. Again, it was just like a thought, this impression, this idea. And so I stretched my faith, did it, um, left the bathroom. Later that evening, uh, after worship was over, this woman came in from the back and uh, they were calling for testimonies. And she raised her hand. And so they brought her up and she goes, well, the strangest thing happened. She goes, and I don't know if any of you will believe me. But I came in late to service. I miss worship, um, but I had to go to the bathroom. And so I used, I walked into the handicapped stall. My back and my hips hurt so bad I could hardly walk in here. But when I walked into that stall, my body was completely healed. (laughs) And she goes, I don't know if you believe me. And I just bust a gut. I was laughing so hard. I was like, no actual way. And so now I'm just reminded, you know, like sometimes I'll like walk in like handicapped parking spots or just, I still like to do it sometimes. No, I don't always get to see if somebody got healed or had something miraculous happen. Why not? Why Why can't we pray ridiculous things? Because we serve a ridiculous God. He's so fun. That is good. So when we're hearing the the voice of God, he, uh, in both of those instances, he used your uh, your thoughts, like sure. I wonder this or I'm thinking this, but uh, and then in other cases where um, maybe uh, for healing in somebody's body that that they have pain, talk about that. You've done that, yeah, before, yeah, definitely. So sometimes I'll feel a pain in my body in a specific spot, and and one thing that's helpful is before I go into a meeting or I know I want to operate in words of knowledge is like you know evaluating myself, making sure that I'm not. You know, if if I walked into the meeting with my back hurting and that's normal for me, I might probably not call out back pain. But if I walk into a service and I'm pain free and I don't feel anything going on, um, and then I have a pain when we start ministering, uh, like one time, I a lot of things will happen. Like I'll get inner ear pain, and so if I have something like that go on, I will be like, "Hey, anybody in the room have inner ear pain or have a tooth that's hurting, a back?" So I will feel the word of knowledge in my body. And then I step out in faith and yeah. call that out. 
So remember, a word of knowledge is using anything that you your senses can collect through what you see, what you hear, your feeling, your touch, what you smell, all the, all the ways, your memories, your imagination. Mm-hmm. God will use any way that you receive data and collect input. Dreams. He can, through dreams, dreams and visions. And visions. He, he, he will use all of those ways to to get you to get what he what 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 the point is like mm-hmm. this person needs help in this area or some people that some people get crazy things like uh, names of organs inside the body that have yeah. this certain thing wrong mm-hmm. with it. I mean just pinpoint accuracy and so uh, we're, all a word of knowledge means is that you know God is highlighting this thing it's it's you that knows it so the word of knowledge is for you you receive this word of knowledge, like the pain Janelle was talking about. It's not her pain, so God's talking to me through feeling. And I feel God telling me this. Not, not I feel. I feel through my thoughts, but I actually feel this pain in my body. So sometimes it's not even. You're not in church, and you don't have the opportunity to stand up. You know, like you're at Walmart and sure. get on the microphone yeah, and say, no, "Hey, is there someone happened. here like that?" But sometimes it's just. Walking past someone, sure, and you can feel something in your body, or you get a word of knowledge for that person, yeah. and uh, because it doesn't always happen in church, it doesn't. I've I've had it happen, you know, and it all comes back to being intentional and being sensitive to the Holy Spirit, because you know when you are walking through Walmart, like we have done, you know, if some if you all of a sudden feel that pain, it's like, okay, am I going to respond to this? Like, <laughs> Lord, you know. Yeah, it's it's a choice. We we can we can walk by or we can we can reach out and we can heal somebody, and um, which is always fun. Yeah. But like Mom said, you have to cross the chicken line and be willing to look kind of kind of crazy, especially when I've, you're in front of the eggs and the biscuits. You know, I've, I've been doing this for I don't know the last twenty five years or thirty years, and still even to this day, your your natural mind goes, "Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Do you really want to do this? What if you know?" And so it's nor you never graduate to this place where you're perfect at at doing this. It's always a test of your faith to obey God and and to go do it. You know, yeah. sometimes you're in Walmart or wherever the place is, mm-hmm. and maybe you have you think a mm-hmm. word of knowledge, and you go up to that person and they're like, "No, that's not me." But sometimes God uses that opportunity mm-hmm. to turn that around, and then you still get to talk to that person and. Uh, a testimony still comes from that situation. Right. It's like a reward of faith. Yeah. yeah. You're hearing yeah. Uh, music in the background. That's yeah. not angels. That's our, our, <laughs> our, that's our worship band getting ready. One, <laughs> one way that I've been taught to, to, to look for words of knowledge is, is if you're, you know, visual and you don't feel the pain is to like imagine the human body and then like wait for God to like highlight an area. Like if you were looking at a, at a, at a picture of the human body, like if you do went to school in anatomy and you like look for the X's or like the marks, some, exactly. he's, he spoke to me that way a few times as well, yeah. especially when I was studying anatomy. Uh, I would look at, a, I would see, wow. see that and then know exactly, you know, an organ or whatever. So it was, so yeah, he, he uses whatever, he whatever's uses, available. Exactly. Like, you're just, yeah. you just got done studying anatomy. He goes, I can use that. I can use that. Yeah. Uh, another one I've had is just my memory. Like, I see somebody and they remind me of somebody from my past. And let's say the guy's got a goatee and some cool looking black glasses and a leather jacket. And he reminds me of my friend who's an evangelist to Harley Davidson motorcycle gangs. 
And I just walk up to this guy and I say, hey, uh, this might be kind of sort of funny. I'm out in public. I'm at a, a mm-hmm. tire shop. And I said, you remind me of a friend of my mind that loves motorcycles and, and loves the word of God. Is that you? Are you like that? And I just, you know, you just yeah. just go with what you remember. And uh, I have that happen a lot as well. Strike up a conversation with the people. And uh, sometimes I don't get a response back. Sometimes they just are like, no, that's not me. You know, but uh, I'm like, it's a win for me because mm-hmm. I didn't I, I didn't do nothing. And so that's a win. So that's how we look at it. Like, if if you try, it's loving people. Right. I mean, that person will probably go, uh, wow, that person cared enough to come up to me to, to try to tell me something, even even though maybe it wasn't perfect or 100% right. And so uh, it still can touch them. Yeah. yeah. Well, the memory thing kind of happened today when we were at the drug rehab center. Oh, that's right. I, I just remembered the last missions trip that we had gone on and remembered my boyfriend, Ben, um, sharing his testimony about how he overcame suicide and how the Lord ministered to him. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, am I thinking about this because I'm here, I'm here in a drug rehab center where people are really going through it. Am I really remembering? So I went to, I came to you, dad, and I was like, all right, judge this. Is this, is this now? And you're like, yeah, let's try it. <laughs> let's so, do it. <laughs> so Ben's, Ben's going to come on the show with me after a little yeah. bit, but he's, he's sitting right here. He can hear this. But so then I just waved at Ben. I was like, go, go yeah. do it. Because I kind of felt like Holy Spirit was saying, yeah, that's that's really yeah. a thing. So what happened when you when we gave the word? Yeah, so Ben started sharing um, about the word of knowledge, and then he started, started sharing some of his testimony. And he asked, was there anybody that was struggling with suicidal, suicidal thoughts? Um, and there's and only like 20 There's like 20 guys. people. The majority of the room raised their hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They did. The majority. I could not. I was like, at that point, I'm like, every minister in the room needs to get off their butt mm-hmm. and like start praying for people. And we did. And we did. It's like calling people in the back. Even I did. <laughs> I was like, get up. We got a room full of people that are yeah. desperate. Yeah. And so yeah. it was very, very cool. And so it's like, you can't discount anything because the Lord will, like you said, the Lord will use anything to reach his people because he loves us yeah. and those people so much. So it can be just a, something as simple as uh, communicating that God loves you or this mm-hmm. was a life and death situation where right. uh, these guys need to know that there's been, like Ben had been through this before, God came and told him I love you and, and brought him away from that. And now he's a, a, you know lived many years beyond that and been useful in God's hands to minister. And so... Uh, uh, words of knowledge are are uh, an important tool that God gave us to use to love love the world with, and uh, I, I I just enjoy it a lot. I, By any chance, Janelle, do you happen to have a word of knowledge for anybody that might be listening? Yeah, I, for some reason I keep, and this one's new. I've never heard this one before. I, I feel like someone has just recently had an open heart surgery, and they're really going through it, and I don't know exactly where to go with that but yeah. i just i can see the scar mm-hmm. i can i can i can see that they're going through it and you've had uh, reoccurring infection mm. and uh, it's causing a lot of pain and of course uh, it's a difficult thing to to attack because you've just had surgery and and uh and so we just release yeah. healing and i i command that infection to stop and I, I release the life of God to manifest in your body. 
And uh, that pain would go away and that your recovery would be swift from this point out. Jesus. Jesus name. Yeah. I also uh, hear that there's a, a man on the show listening at some point in time. Your name's Joe. You've got black glasses and uh, you don't think anybody in your family loves you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's a lie that the devil's put in your heart and your mind and that there's some family members that if you'll give it one more chance, they have changed their mind and you don't know it. So don't give up on your family. Go, go make a phone call. To, to The Lord says, go make a phone call to your favorite one, and you know who that is. Remember, Janelle, when we were in uh, Argentina, and we were on the radio. Yeah. And we were doing the same thing <laughs> live on the radio. Okay, that Ar- was fun. <laughs> it was fun. We did you, that in Brazil, you? too. When, no, not Brazil. When you and I went to Argentina, yeah. a different part of Argentina, we did the same thing. God can do it over airways, you guys. That's right. He's done it before and he can do it again. I believe it. Do you remember what the, the was it like somebody with. So I wish I could remember. So to begin with, we're on the radio together. Janelle was probably only 18. I was four, probably four, 14. 14. I don't know. We're yeah. on the radio. Yeah. And Janelle and I are on there, and one of us gets a word of knowledge about somebody that's. Uh, uh, demon possessed. Yeah, oh, that and, was your, and yeah. the one you had was, was like uh, toothache. Was it? Was that what it was? And so she releases this uh, word of knowledge about a toothache, and we just say, "If that's you, call the radio station." And then I prayed over uh, the guy that was demon possessed, and I, I, and I said, "You're you're tormenting your family. They can't take it anymore. I just release you to be free." So somebody calls the radio station and says, "My, I had a toothache. It doesn't hurt anymore. So there's the one. Yeah, and they ended up coming to the open air crusade that, that we had that night. That night, and they told the testimony. Mm-hmm. And then that night, we didn't get a phone call, but that night the family comes to the crusade and says, it was our son. Here he is. Wow. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so. Uh, the one that was demon-possessed. Yeah, so. Yeah. You know, Didn't they remember, hear a door close or something? Was, uh, that, was that that story where they actually the heard? They, yeah. locked, they had to lock him yeah. in the bedroom because he was so violent. Yeah. Yeah, and he, hear, he heard us through the radio, and he, he got set free. So don't limit God. God's God. Remember, this is who we're working with. It's not according to our ability. Uh, it's according to in what way will we allow him to be God. That reminds me, that same meeting that night, there was a family, and at it was a big crusade that night and we only had a few, uh, a few interpreters. So like I didn't have ones, but I was going around laying hands on on people and this family came up and I could tell they were desperate, but I didn't, I couldn't speak enough Spanish to figure it out. And so I just relied on the Holy spirit and prayed something and later found out that it was exactly what they needed. And it resolved like the Lord, <laughs> <laughs> the Lord moved the Lord in their knew. lives. Yeah. He knows. So we, right? we can't even limit, like, you know, yeah. languages. It's the love of God. He loves us so much, he'll use whatever whatever we put in his hands. Mm-hmm. And so uh, another way that I've seen you use hearing the voice of God is while you're leading worship. Mm-hmm. How, how do you incorporate that in leading worship? We're going to do a whole other worship show, but... This is just hearing the voice of God. Like you're a worship leader out there and you want to you wanna be better at it and, and have more of the presence of God come. 
Here you go. Here's a, here's part of it. Uh, don't be afraid to create space. Like you really do have to leave some space. You know, you can't just go off your click track or stay right on, you know, your chord chart. Like you have to make space for the Holy Spirit and be okay with maybe an awkward moment. You mean silence? Silence. Silence. And, and not being afraid to uh, be, being afraid to lean into it and, and, you know, singing off the chart, singing off the page. And for me, you know, I've been asked a lot, you know, like, how does this happen for you? You know, do you get it the night before? Do you get it a week before? And I'm like, sometimes it just happens right there. And it's like, I get into this, like, no, it doesn't just happen. Well, I know that it doesn't just happen, Janelle, because I've seen your life and I've seen the way that you press into yeah. God. Yeah. You read the word, you yeah. pray, you, you are, have a heart after God. It doesn't just, it yeah. really doesn't just No, it's happen. something I practice. It, yeah. it is. And, but you, it's a lifestyle for mm, you it is. and you have not just arrived it's just been a lot. I mean, you're 30 years old and you have spent years and years and years of, of spending time with Jesus, spending time mm-hmm. in his presence, spending time in the word. And so it just comes from a heart that's full and overflowing. No, yeah, yeah that's good. It, it just seems at this point, like, you know, since I have been practicing it for so long, it just, it just seems, seems it's like natural. It yeah. it's, it's such yeah. a natural yeah. Yeah. side effect. Like it just happens like, like, but, right. It, but you're right. It doesn't like there were, I remember as a young woman, just sitting in the floor of my bedroom with my guitar and just, just singing and, um, singing songs that I wrote, just singing things as they came. And, um, so when I'm on a platform in front of lots of people, it comes from, you're right, that place of history with the Lord. It doesn't, and people think they don't see the years and the hours that it took to get to that point. Yeah. I've had people say like, oh, well, you know, am I going to have an opportunity that Janelle does to just sing right. whatever? And it's like, it do, like you said, it does. <laughs> I want to be don't, like Janelle. Exactly. I they think, like well, oh, I have a microphone, so that I means can sing, I can do so this. Let me do it. Yeah. Can, so, so, you know, normally we would talk about something all positive in this area, but... I do a lot of traveling, and I, one of the last trips I was on to a place I won't mention, um, there were some young people worshiping, and they were mimicking mm. going off script. They were they were just doing the la-la-las and the ooh, Lord, and, and saying all the right things, but it wasn't in the Spirit of God. It was mechanical. Yeah. And so there's a, there's a temptation in... In the, in the worship industry, in the worship leaders, you know, part to, oh, that's cool at that place, and the presence of the Lord really came. I'm just going to go do that. Mm-hmm. And like we just said, it, it, it's not mechanical. We're, no. we're, we're working with an alive Holy Spirit who's right there, an alive Jesus, an alive Father God. And when we honor him, like you just said, giving him space, when we honor him and let him move and let him speak, even, you know, every, in our everyday lives, you know, we're, we're worshipers in everything we do. We honor people. We honor the place we work. We, we incorporate that in all of our life. Then when we're standing on the, on the, on the stage and, we, you know. It's an overflow of what's already it there. In, it includes yeah. the hard parts in our lives where, man, I really would have rather not have that happen in my life, but it mm-hmm. did. And we're like, well, okay, here you go, God. This is part of my worship to you, too. I hurt right now. It's a sacrifice of praise. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
which we'll get to. Yeah. I, there's been many a Sunday or many a worship service where I'm just like, Lord, I would really rather not be right here right now. <laughs> and there've been times where <laughs> I've been I've, sick or I didn't feel well. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> When I had COVID, I was, I oh, led worship. Right. I didn't know. Yeah. It was one of the best worship services though. It was hilarious. But, you know, a temptation though, too, with the, you know, spontaneous and hearing the voice of God is, is thinking that it has to happen and it doesn't, you know, yeah. like it's if, not mechanical. It's not. You it's, don't make it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and if, <laughs> if you feel like, you know, I, I always allow space. I always check in. It's like, okay, okay God, but that allowing space. That means you're just listening to his voice. I'm right? listening. I'm listening. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going trying to go to the next song. I'm. I'm listening. I'm. I got my antenna up. I'm. I'm seeing. Okay, Lord, what are you saying? What are you doing? And is it something that I need to proclaim yeah. and sing out right now in this room? Oh, but 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 the next song is supposed to come right there. Or you know, we have these four songs that we're supposed to sing. Right. And, and then the offering. The yeah. offering. And so then you're you're listening, and. Sometimes, You're not supposed to sing that song. You're supposed to sing, you know. Yeah, sometimes song. you have to be really quick in your listening, especially if you're in a church um, where you have to honor a structure. And and it all comes back down to honoring the house that you're underneath. And luckily, uh, the place that I'm at right now, I've grown in a relationship with them, and they allow me a pretty a lot of freedom. But I mean, there could be more. But um, to anybody that's like, oh, well, I want that in my church, just make sure that you're not, you're not rogue in it because yeah, then there's yeah. no honor attached yeah, to you that. Can't, you can't allow space for God all by yourself yeah. if you're up there with a, other yeah. te- a team of musicians. Right. So right. You, you, even in worship service, I mean, practice time, uh, at least when we did it, we would yeah. worship while we're practicing too. Yeah, we do <laughs> that then, as well. And then you can practice flowing together, all of us hearing God together. And then when that happens on a service, when people, you're on stage or wherever, worshiping, and that happens, then the the rest of the group knows what to expect. This is, oh, they, they've got something. Let's work with them and, and support them in this. And that's mm-hmm. how... That's how I see see that happen. And I love that. I love that a d- perfect description of the body of Christ working together. Right. And if and if you're in a place right now, if you're a worship leader and you're like, I want that, pray that in. Um, pray for your pastors. Pray for your leaders that they will have a heart and and turn that direction. If that's really what the Lord wants, yeah. Right there. Pray for your leaders so, and watch God. Move. You know, if someone has a question about worship or or um, wants to know more about that, they can write to us uh, through the you know through yeah. the website. They can fill out a little form. We'll get it to you, Janelle, cool. and you can um, respond back to them. We'll love yeah, that. and Janelle's also an accomplished uh, conference speaker. Uh, she helps me in some of the pastors' conferences that we've done, even here in Mexico. And if you'd like to invite her to come to your worship conference or create one together with her, uh, you can contact her through uh, Outpouring International or OutpouringINTL.com. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, uh, so, but it stands for international. We're just, yes. so, <laughs> we're just so glad that you joined us today to uh, discover maybe how you can be used more effectively in your life to to love the world. And we encourage you to do that and find out more. Uh, if you need more teaching, more help with that, just let us know, and we can uh, recommend books or. Uh, We can tell you where we're going to be next, (laughs) and you can come and and flow with us and go with us on on a missions trip. You know, we're the church doctors, and we should probably give a prescription to some people that are listening on what they can do to walk out what they've just learned this uh, podcast. Um, 
Do- to help the them doctor grow. orders you to create space and to be listening. So make space in your life. Uh, start your day out saying, hello, God, I'm yours. I, I, I don't choose what I want. I'm choosing what you want for my life. And then listen what, to what that is and obey mm-hmm. him. And then love people around you and love yourself. Yeah. And out of the overflow of love, God will use you to, to minister to people. It, it does you no good to get a word of knowledge if it doesn't come through love. Yeah. The Bible says that's just a noise. So we don't want to be noisy. We want to be, we want to be lovers of God that just ooze an overflow of the love of Jesus. And when you, when you have that, then all of the rest of the things that you need to do to minister just flow they happen yeah and you know um that just made me think about there are people that well i've been in church a long time and people have been hurt by words of knowledge people have been hurt by worship leaders or because they're a worship leader they've been hurt and so maybe you can pray for people that have been church hurt yeah maybe people that didn't understand how to love people and they've been hurt by those people and um Maybe you can just pray yeah, into, that. into that. Yeah. So uh, it's definitely a real thing. It is. I've, I've been there. I've been. I've been hurt or shut down before, and it's not cool because you're like, God, you're you're doing something, and right? I was just shut down. And um, you can either um, let your heart continue to be soft before the Lord, or you can grow hard and bitter, and that's not the place you want to be. So yeah, if that is you and you've experienced hurt um, from the church or from your leaders or from a worship pastor, and you were trying to you know step out in in this kind of thing and you were shut down, uh, first of all, I want to say that I'm sorry. As a as a worship leader myself, I want to say that I'm sorry that we did not love you in the way that you were supposed to be loved and bring you to that spot where you can learn. Um, but right now, I pray for your heart. And Jesus, I thank you that you're coming right now and you're restoring um, brokenness in these people and that you, because you're the restorer of everything. I thank you, God, that this does not mean that this person cannot step out again, that you would give them faith and boldness to to reach out and, and cross that chicken line again and risk it because the bride is worth the risk. Yes. So God, we just thank you right now that the boldness and the like your spirit would just come right now like honey and just pour over this person that really desperately needs to be healed from church hurt. And we just thank you God that you love your bride. And so the bride is always worth the risk. That's right. In Jesus' name. <laughs> Thank you for being Thanks, with us Janelle. on the Church Doctors today, Janelle. Absolutely. It was a pleasure. And Marla, it's, uh, we don't get to be on here together all the time. It's nope. really fun to have you here, yes. too. Thank you. And so uh, <laughs> thank you for listening today. It's been a pleasure. Tune in again next time with the Church Doctors. Thanks for joining us on the Church Doctors podcast. For more information or to contact us, please visit our website at outpouringintl.com.